I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, I'm so excited to welcome back Colleen Nichols. Now, fun fact, her episode, which aired almost a year ago, has been the most downloaded episode ever in the history of the Crush the Rush podcast. So it's no surprise that we brought her back to give an update on what she's been working on, but also to talk about a topic that is just, I think, heavy on everyone's heart. And that is, how can you be a real human on the internet instead of just being a cringy infomercial, right? So we like to keep it real and unfiltered. And I thought Colleen was the best person to do that. And so we're really digging into on how do you build a business where you can feel like yourself and how do you build a business where you feel supported and you can talk about money and you can talk about anxiety and you can talk about the things that are going on that are going to lead to a multi-million dollar business, but lead to that in a way that feels authentic and real. I am so excited for you guys to get to hear from Colleen again. It's so good. And you are just going to love this conversation. Hi, Colleen. Welcome back to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? So good. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. I was sharing before we started recording. You have the most downloaded episode ever in the history of the Crush the Rush podcast. So it's like you're you're kind of like a celebrity in oh. our podcast world. So we're excited to have you back. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to tell everyone your story again, but I think the cool part, and we were chatting about this before, is we've had a lot of amazing guests on the podcast, but I feel like people relate to you the most because you just keep it real. And anytime I listen to podcasts, I want to know like, well, what's really happening and what are they really saying? And like, if you strip away all the fancy stuff, like, What is that really like in real life? And so it's not a surprise to me that it's a popular episode. For those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, yes. This is like the most difficult question. I know. (laughs) I like literally, we were just talking about writing and I had to write a bio for myself. And I I just wrote a whole book. I can't write the part about me. I was like, this is too hard. Somebody else do it. So me as a person, I I'm a mom. I have three boys who just so lovely. We're here on screen before we started recording. (laughs) There's eight, six, and three. And I'm married to my husband. I live in Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. My background is in mental health counseling. That's what I did in my, in this heavy air quotes, real job. Yeah. And now when I have my fake job on the internet, I help women in social selling, 
learn how to be kind of humans on the internet. So I have an Instagram account called No Shame Sales Game. And I, you know, hang out over there, giving some tips and tricks about how to do that. And I have a community that kind of digs deeper into the trainings that we talk about and the topics we talk about on No Shame Sales Game. And that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. And if you listen to her first episode, she shares how she built No Shame Sales Game. Yeah and what that looked like and how you were able to scale so quickly. But today, going back to what I talked about at the beginning, I love how you share, like, I just want to teach people how to be a human on the internet and not be this like cringy salesy person. So I just want to hear from you, like, as you've been able to build all the things, which you like lost over so quickly, like you have <laughs> a very successful business and a book coming out, like you guys need to dig into all of that. But <laughs> What are some of the things that you think people don't talk about enough as you're sort of scaling and just being an entrepreneur in this space and this time? Oh my gosh. You know, I think at the risk of sounding like a dweeb or anything, I think it's really lonely in entrepreneurship. I was like probably the it's like three months that I was really like struggling recently of just like, this is hard to do the same thing over and over again. Because if you're an entrepreneur, a lot of times you're selling the same thing. You have an idea, maybe you have a new course, maybe something, but it's hard to stay the course and boring to stay the course sometimes. And you want to burn it down maybe more a than lot. a lot. <laughs> once, a week. <laughs> once a week, I'm like, I, I suck at this. And like, the week before my period, all bets are off. I'm not allowed to make right. any decisions because I'm like, I'm never going to have another good idea ever again. And, but it's also, there's a lot that just happens kind of in the vacuum of your own business. I don't have, I have one team member and I have my husband, but I don't have like coworkers that I see every day. My coworkers are people on the internet. Right. And I think it can be really lonely. And I, I, it's so important to find your people that you can lean on and, and have those human moments with off of the internet to just say like, I really am having a hard time or I really, yeah. who can tell, who can kind of like breathe life and belief for you back into you. Because I think we all lose it from time to time. We all kind of doubt ourselves sometimes. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think too, when you look at social media, like you forget that that's normal because we're seeing like the the highlight reel and we all hear it, but like, we're like, oh my God, she just did all these amazing things. And it's like, wait a second, like everyone's feeling that way. Mm -hmm. I literally, I, a couple months ago had made, I was like, I'm going to make a switch and change things up and in, in the way that we offer like our community offering. And it flopped. I mean, it tanked and it was so bad. And I was kind of spiraling personally, like, what, what have I done? And I was watching all of my friends like on social media. And I was like, I even feel embarrassed to go to my friends because I'm watching their social media yeah. and it looks perfect. I was just so desperate. And I reached out, do you know, Allie Reeves? Yeah. 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 I texted her and I was like, can we just like, just like having a hard time? She's like, yes, we're getting on the phone right now. And like, just for somebody else to be like, okay, let me walk you. Like, let's talk about this and let's not every, like thing. I feel that too. And it's just you know, we get tricked, not, you know, purposely, but like yeah. we see, we don't see the whole picture. And even though we know that it's still hard sometimes to remind ourselves that it's not all real. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point of, you just sometimes need to get it out of your own head. Like yeah. 
get it out on a piece of paper, tell somebody like my husband and I joke, we're like the old people. We take a walk every morning and he like technically works for me. So a lot of times it turns into business and I'm like, I don't need you to respond. I just need to tell you what's in my head right now. And sometimes that just feels like a safe space. So I feel like that's it. That's a great example. Yeah. You have built your business pretty significantly on social media. And so I would love for you to just share a little insight into like, how are you doing that in a way that feels like authentic to you? And I love how you call it like ick free. Like it's not like sleazy salesy, like give us some behind the scenes of what that looks like for you. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me, and I've been online and on social media for 10 years now, right? It's been, I had a blog a long time ago and then got into social selling and then started my own offering. And I've realized that the surefire way to take the ick out of it is to not look at your audience as an audience, but as a community, because Mm -hmm. when people think about it as an audience, they subconsciously or consciously think I have to perform. I have to be a certain way and show up in a certain way that might not actually be real. Mm -hmm. So I approach my community like I'm approaching my best friend and I have the conversations that I would have with my best friend. I speak in the same tone of voice. I don't pretend that I have it all together. And I really feel like you eliminate that ick factor when people relate to you as a human. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people come on and they're just always trying to be perfect. And here's the value add. Here's Here's the education and all these things. And they forget or they don't realize that oftentimes the most valuable value add is being a human. And somebody can look at you and say, oh, me too. Like, oh, okay, she she does that too. Or I feel that way as well. And so just keeping the, like, you know, the humanness at the center of everything that you're doing, sales become a natural byproduct. Yeah. Is there anything that you're seeing right now that is like trendy, like that you're seeing trends like, and everyone's like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. When in the back of your head, you're like, yeah, this is really icky. I We should not be doing this. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Yeah, I want to know. So one thing, and I if I I know people are not going to agree with me. I think that the reels and when you're saying like I made a hundred thousand dollars this week, like with the income stuff. Yeah. Listen, growing up, my parents always said, "Have more than you show and speak less than you know." Yes. I don't. I I make a lot of money. I. I don't feel that it's necessary to say I made whatever, unless it's appropriate in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And the tone has been set, but I tell people to think about social media, like you're at a cocktail party and it's, you're in mixed company. You would never go into a cocktail party and be like, I made a hundred thousand dollars this month. Cause you don't know if this person over here is struggling. You don't like, right. Just like you haven't read the room. Like if you're doing a training where you're hosting a mastermind call and like the conversation about money is appropriate. Yes. I love to talk about money, but like, just being like, wham, here's what I'm and it's like, I feel like that's kind of gross and icky. I yeah. don't, I don't think those people are gross. I just think that that's not, that's a trend that I don't like, but people feel like I have to do that to prove that I'm worthy or legitimate. So that's my biggest one. And then just something that's completely opposite is when people are doing reels and it's just like 
a B-roll and then it says one sentence and it's like, read the caption for more. And I'm like, damn it. Tell me I'm here to watch reels. I don't want to read. Like, tell me what I need to know. So that's just my own pet peeve, but I love that. I think that's great. So I will say from the income perspective, like one of the things that we talk about a lot is just because you make a hundred thousand dollars, doesn't mean you're actually profiting a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And so I feel like when somebody shares that, I'm like, well, can you show me like what you actually made out of like profit? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what are your margins? What do you like? And I think if you're not an entrepreneur, which I wasn't several years ago, those are not questions I would have been asking. Right. I would have been like, she said she made a million dollars. Well, what's your profit margin? How much did you spend on ads? How much, like, what did yeah. you actually end up with? So yeah, it's a big, it's misleading. I get that it feels good. Yeah. And it's a little misleading. I, I don't love it. Oh my gosh. Such yeah. good examples. I think the funny thing is, is like, I'm horrible at reels and most of the time I don't make them. I only make the ones where I'm talking on video because that is easy for me. That's what I like to do. And I posted one the other day and like none of the texts came out. And I was like, this is why I don't do this because it's literally a video. And then it's like, I mean, I did have one caption at the end, but I never read posts ever. No, I don't no, read them. No. I scroll. And so I feel like that's, that's such a great example. Yeah. You sort of mentioned at the end that when you're an authentic human and have real conversations that automatically turns into sales, can you sort of like pivot into what that means? Yeah. So I don't want to, you know, mislead anyone and have them be like, Oh, well, I, I showed up without makeup today. I'm going to make a sale. <laughs> like, that's not what I mean. But like, so I want people to connect with you about something that is so not related to whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're selling. I often talk about, I have, I have, I don't, I don't like to say struggles. I, I live with anxiety. I'm medicated for anxiety. I have, you know, it's a part of me. And I talk about my mental health issues. Often. Mm-hmm. I talk about the fact that we went through IVF to have all of our kids. I talk about, you know, just things like that. And so there's like real actual connections that are being made. And people are like, oh, I'm invested in what she's saying. I'm invest, like we have a connection. So that's, that's established. And then when I sell things, they're not swiping because they're like, well, what she said here was interesting and valuable. Like what she's going to say here may be interesting and valuable as well. So you're getting, you're building that relationship and earning that trust from people so that when you do sell in, there's so many different ways to sell as well, but like when you do sell, people are sticking around and and they know like, oh, I, I trust her because we talked about this. And so many people I feel like are selling the same thing, right? Right. Nobody has like a super original idea. So they're going to buy from the person who they have the strongest emotional connection with. And you can't do that by just being like, here's my latte. I love Starbucks. And I'm like, <laughs> so I think that's my next question is when like, like so often I hear, oh my God, I get nervous about selling. I get nervous sharing more than I love lattes. Right. So what is, what is like a tangible tip that you could give if, if you're nervous about that, how to sort of pivot and say, no, this is actually helping you and helping someone else as well. You have like, you have, I know people don't like to get vulnerable. They're so like, this is too scary. I just want to share like surface level stuff. But I, when you are surface level, you are like a stale ham sandwich. People are yeah. just, I love that. Your right? analogies just, are so good. They just are like, nobody's going to be like, 
hell yeah, I want that BLT. Like, yes, I want a BLT. I want a juicy Cuban, whatever. But like your stale ham sandwich, I'm not. So you have to have some level level of vulnerability. And I feel like that can evolve over time. If you're somebody who's nervous about that kind of stuff and you've never, you know, start, start slow, mm-hmm. like an example and this, you know, when I say vulnerable, people feel like, oh, I have to talk, like make it a therapy session or like talk about my childhood false. You know, you can be like, oh my God, my husband and I were having a disagreement because he thinks the toilet paper roll should go over and I think it should go under. And there's only one right answer. So what is it? And like, then people start talking to you. They're involved yeah. in the conversation. You're, you're purposely polarizing with something that's not really that vulnerable, but you're letting people in a little bit. We were kind of arguing about this, but they're going to like weigh in on what they think the answer is. So, yeah. And I think that's a, just a great tip in itself because people always love to give advice. Oh, always. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's what, that's why when people, I say, when people are like, it's weird to sell, I'm like, it's literally what we do all day long. Like everyone loves to give their advice on what they think is cool. It's just, I think a lot of times for women, when they know that there's a possibility that they could make money from it, then they make it bad. Yeah. For them. Love that. Yeah. As we sort of wrap up, is there any other tips that you would share just to remind people that it's okay to just be yourself? You don't have to do what other people are doing online. Gosh, well, I think you're a great example of that, right? <laughs> like in my no makeup today. <laughs> well, but exactly. Like when you're talking to my community, people are like, oh my God, yes, because you like do email and you have that's how you primarily do your things. I primarily do my stuff on Instagram. I really would love for women to take more ownership of what they know feels right for them mm-hmm. because they're watching other people and they're like, well, this is how she does it. I can promise you there is no one right way to do it. But when you can like feel that in alignment with yourself and this feels good and you can just go with it. And I always like to tell people there's a difference between being uncomfortable because it's outside your comfort zone and being uncomfortable because it's out of alignment with who you are as a person. So you're going to have to get uncomfortable, but you're not going to have to like do something that's bad. So you don't have to do like everyone else know what feels right. And I just encourage you to talk about like the little boring mundane things. Like that's, what's going to bring people in. That's what's going to make people like you. That's what's going to then lead to conversations that have people stick around when you're actually talking about the thing that you sell, offer, create, whatever. Yeah. And I also think so often, like life is not that exciting. It's so boring. Like, right. (laughs) People are like every day, people are like, I don't have anything to talk about. I'm so boring. I'm like, do you think other people like live in a circus or a fantasy world. Like everyone else is sitting at home working or doing laundry or picking their kids up from like nobody, like everyone is normal. Like I think, I think about this all the time. Like I really am into like the Royals and stuff like that. Yes. I feel like that's how we connected the first time. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. (laughs) Even like Kate Middleton gets the stomach bug and like has diarrhea. Even Kate Middleton like wakes up and her breath smells like, like, there's, there's a great neutralizer in that. Like everyone starts the same, like it's okay. Calm down a little bit. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to have a part three and just talk about the Royal family Yes, and yeah, all the things, but before we wrap up, so we have some new rapid fire questions for you that are different than the last time. 
First one is what has been your favorite age so far? I'm 35. I like 35. It feels good. Yeah. I feel, feel more comfortable every year. I love that. I also think like I'm almost 45 and like moving into the 40s was like a really great time frame. Yeah. Um, I love it. Really cool. If you could be friends with any TV or movie character, who would it be? David from Schitt's Creek. And they have the best gifts. Gifs. Oh my God, they're the best. I put them in all my emails. I love them. Yes. Would you rather travel around the country, like in the United States or travel abroad? Abroad. And where would you go? I don't know. Anywhere but here. I like to go. I would like to. I really want to take my kids to Iceland. We want to go to South Africa. want to go to Italy. All of these things. Yeah, that's where I would go. So good. So fun. You have so many amazing things coming up and you always keep it real on Instagram. So share with everyone where they can connect with you, chat with you and have all the amazing things coming. Yeah. So we can hang out at No Shame Sales Game on Instagram and Indirect Sales Growth Community is my membership community. And probably shortly after this book or after this um, podcast comes out, my book will be available. So I'm very excited about that. Yes. I'm so excited for the book to come out. Make sure you guys connect with Colleen. She was always answering all of my questions and (laughs) super available and real. So thank you so much, Colleen, for coming back a second time. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. 
If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat and this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and I can't wait to hear from you.